Mm-hmm. How funky is your chicken? It's kind of funky. How loose is your goose? It's kind of loose. <laughs> All right, then. I don't like that cheer. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in my head for like all week huh anyway hi and welcome hello <laughs> wow um i'm a little sweaty it's hot it's always hot when we record and you've been cutting chopping wood and it's kind of sweaty outside yeah it's got a little gross uh so this is a podcast why do we own this dvd i'm diane that's sean we're married and we talk about our dvd collection do do that voice the whole time (laughs) um and yeah it's friday this is episode 90 wow i think i have no think it might be I think I remember wow. seeing 89. So, yeah, I think this is 90. 90 episodes. Jeez. 10 more to the big one. Okay. Uh, how are you? Hot. Oh, okay. How are you? Uh, you know. Same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough niceties. So, what were we talking about tonight? Uh, I don't know if I like this one. Okay. It was a roller coaster for me. Okay. But we are talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Not that the, might have been too quiet for n- the recording. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, not the TV show. The, the movie. original movie that sort of started it all, although it's now Joss Whedon considers this to be a standalone, not part of the Buffy canon. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of canon, but kind of not. It's, I mean, as far as, like, the <laughs> show goes, it's not at all. Mm. Nothing carries over. Except her name. Right. But not, none of the events, the character, nothing. Just. The high school's different. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this was definitely a roller coaster for me. I loved it. I hated it. So you, but you hadn't remembered. If you'd seen it or not. And then I remembered seeing it. Okay. Um, The graveyard. When they got to the graveyard. Okay. When Merrick takes Buffy to the graveyard. I was like, oh, that's right. I do remember this movie now. Mm -hmm. And then from then, a lot of it was familiar. Mm -hmm. But I I found myself not liking a lot of it and then liking a lot of it and then not liking it. Like, I think I've, I've aged out of the campiness of it. Sure. Like, it got very annoying. Okay. Just the, the Campy Valley vibe. Okay. Because it's a very nine. It's a very. It's very of its time. It's nine, very early it's 90s. A very early, it's a very <clears throat> transition from 80s to 90s kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like the aesthetic. No, I like the aesthetic. I don't like the presentation of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I like the look of 80s, 90s kind of thing, you know? Sure. I don't like the personification of the valley girl, the mm-hmm. very waspy kind of posh, rich, girl, snobby mm-hmm. stereotype. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 stoner, 
loser dropout type mm-hmm. stereotype. Sure, sure. I, I'm over it. I'm okay. just too old for it, I think. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. also because this is what I grew up with, like around. Okay. Like that persona. Mm. And it's it's irritating to me. All right. So when they were well, you not, are an old man. When they weren't acting like that, it was fine for me. Okay. Like when it's Buffy and the girls and they're all being bitchy, snobby. I hated it. Yeah, I was when, gi- I was giggling at those. When parts. the guys are being dopey, you know, skeezies, I hated it. <laughs> but then when it, they're being either more serious or just more actiony. Or more, even, and and more sincere. I liked it. Okay. You know, but. All right. I, it's, this is, I would not watch this again unless I had to. Okay. Like, it's just something I would put in. Sure. I'm not, ugh, you know. All right. Christy Swanson is very hot in this movie. Okay. She's problem. She, I had a Put a, a disclaimer on her. Because I. She cray cray. It was very hard to disassociate the person and the, the person now and the person then. Mm. Like, yeah, but that's yeah, that's life. It's like, oh, she's kind of foxy, and then like foxy. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, no, she's a babe. You know, she's like a nineties babe. Okay, you're an old man. I know. Continue. Well, I mean, she was like, and she wasn't. She. So Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. is more to type in my mind, to her character than Christy Swanson is to this character. Mm-hmm. Christy Swanson seems a little bit too old. Okay. Even though she's she was only like in her 20s. Yeah. She looks older than Sarah Michelle Gellar. But Geller. she definitely looks older than Sarah Michelle Gellar. And she looks too old to be a high school student. Mm-hmm. And not by much. And it's not because she looks <laughs> old. Yeah. It's just something about her seems... Almost more mature, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. But I do like that she wasn't like wafy and she looked of normal body type. Yeah. You know, and I like that. Sure. And no shade to Sarah Michelle Geller. She's just very petite. She is. I mean, she's, mm-hmm. she's, she's very, like my height. she's very tiny. Yeah. She's like, well, I'm not, I'm not. Tiny. She's like my height. Did <clears throat> did Sarah Michelle Geller ever was she ever like in the because Christy Swanson shows lots of skin and she's very skin tight oftentimes in this movie. Okay. Because no, she's because she's a cheerleader. Yeah. And so it's I mean fashion. So it's her keen fashion it's the uniform. Yeah. And that was and I that feel was like, the style though the and body I also suits. Feel like yeah, and I feel like they were kind of showing off her body in a way. Or is it was that just was that just the norm? That was of its time. You know. Cuz I don't feel They were like, wearing the same shit on 90210. Yeah. And I don't feel like they were doing that with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Not as much, no. Right. Because and I that mean, was 5 years after this. Yeah. So you know, attitude had kind of changed a little bit. I mean, on as far as, dressing women? Yes. But I think it's just the sign of the times, too. It was just mm-hmm. the... And the tone of the show was completely different. It was so. just the fashion a la mode. Yeah. But I mean, because... 
Christy Swanson, I mean, she, I think she's only like 5'6". She seems like a giant, though, in this movie. She does. She seems really tall. Is it because all her friends are daintier or something? No, because... Because Hillary Swank, I I always assumed Hillary Swank was tall. But then seeing her, I'm like, is she like five feet tall? I I don't know. (laughs) Because Hillary Swank always seemed long and lean to me. Hillary Swank is my favorite character in this movie. I don't know why. I've always... Okay, anyway... We'll, we'll get to the people. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out July 31st, 1992 uh, on Harry Potter's 12th birthday. So when he was getting rescued from his bedroom by the Weasleys, they could have flown him to America and go see this movie. So it was, okay. Are the, the books are not written. The Harry Potter books. Well, hold on. Yeah, they take place in 1991. Yeah, are they? 1992. They, they they are present day, right? 90s, early 90s, yeah. Okay. Harry was born in 1980. Okay. Do we... This is, is well-known fact. No, 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 I know. Is the is the present day established in the books? Is there like a timestamp in the books? You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. I, I don't know. Or is it? are we just going by a publication date? No, because it was published in 1997. Okay. So there, there is a year established yes. in the books. Okay, I couldn't yeah, remember I, that. I, I, probably like on a gravestone. Okay, I couldn't remember that. It's not tangent. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just... Okay. I'm like, oh, are we just assuming that he was... Okay, but... No, and then it's... Well, it's... I couldn't remember. You go to any... I don't remember that shit. Harry Potter was born July 31st, 1980. I know. So when day. he turned 12... Okay. This movie opened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're assuming Harry Potter's real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was direct- I, I wasn't sure what we were doing. <laughs> Harry Potter's real and vampires are real. Uh, well, if Harry Potter is real, then obviously vampires are real because vampires exist in Harry Potter. No, they don't. Do we? Oh, shit. They don't. Werewolves do. Werewolves do. Motherfucker. We don't know of any vampires, I don't think. There's no mention of any vampire. <clears throat> Maybe in the olden times. Or are they? are they kind of lore in Harry this Potter? is now a harry potter podcast for fuck's oh. sake okay this movie <clears throat> buffy was directed by fran rubel kazooie i don't know if i'm saying that right but there you go i know the fran and kazooie part are correct i don't know if rubel is rubel rubel <laughs> um written i'm putting written in quotations by joss whedon and i only say that because a lot of that he wrote was changed We'll get to that. And I think more of his original story appears in the comics now. Sure. <clears throat> I remember reading that. Um, yeah, our plot, uh, pretty simple. A girl named Buffy finds out that she is the chosen one. So it's our second week in the in a row talking about a chosen one. Does she have midichlorians too? Well, she must. She has a mole. No, she doesn't. I know. Yeah. Ew, I had that thing removed. Ah. That hairy mole. Gross. Um, she's the chosen one, and she's been sent by an old man named Merrick to kill vampires. And she, her, you know, her main concerns are shopping and hanging out with her friends and her boyfriend Jeffrey. Um, he looked familiar. Randall Bancroft. I don't know that name. He's in school ties. He. Oh, is he one of the main bullies? 
He's not a bully. Oh. He saves the fucking day in school ties. He's the tall one, right? Yeah, he's Andrew Lowry. The other guy is in school ties as well. He's the one who kills himself. No, he almost kills himself. He has a breakdown. Is was Andrew Lowry? Which one was he? Was he the one who turned into a vampire? No, that's what he like, grabbed her ass. He oh, was on, he was, he's the friend. Yeah, the shorter guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she gets she flips him and shit. And, yeah. Him okay, and yeah. Randall Bancroft are both in school ties because mm-hmm. you know students. Andrew mm-hmm. Lowry's character in school ties has that mental breakdown. I kind of remember the that. stress of the French test. We have this movie, don't we? School ties? Yeah. And we have established that I used to watch this movie every single night. I know. I, yes. So we have to watch this eventually. I can't wait. It's I, been so long. I can wait. And Randall Bagkoff's character is the one who. Um, School ties is my man he's on the moon. the one at the very end who tells the headmaster that um, Brendan Fraser um, didn't cheat. Didn't cheat. Yeah. Because he's. He saw Matt Damon cheating uh-huh. as well. He's like, I saw him too, basically. Saves Brendan Fraser's ass. I remember that part. I love his character because he's he's a good guy. He's not uh he's not Matt Damon. Matt Damon's the only bad guy in the movie. The so the guy in this movie who turns into the vampire. Yeah, I don't know who that was. He looked familiar too with the, with the eyebrows. Yeah. He had those strong Peter Gallagher eyebrows. Ooh, maybe it was Peter Gallagher. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean. What's his name? Zeph? Fuck if I know. I'm just looking at the oh, cast. Oh, I think it was. He had a weird name. Tom Jane. Thomas Jane? <laughs> no fucking way. It just says Tom Jane. I don't know. That was on Wikipedia. And I didn't click the link of his name. So, <clears throat> um, yeah. So she meets Merrick, uh, played by Donald Sutherland. He's the one who tells her she's the chosen one. And he's the Anthony Head of this movie. He's Giles, right? That's Anthony Head's name in the show, right? Anthony Head? Yes. Wait. Giles, yes. Who was Denisov? What was his name? Oh, which is the W? Wesley? Yes. Okay. I get the two Was he on Buffy or Angel? Was he on both? No. I don't know. Yeah, America's a watcher and his... uh, it's his duty to train her. He trains all the slayers in her in the line, <laughs> the line of. Mm-hmm. Um. She's like, um, no, but then. You know she, he get he tells her the dreams that she's having. He, yep, that was Thomas fucking Jane. Wow, we gotta tell that to uh, how this get made, right? Did they talk about him? I can't tell you what Thomas Jane is in, except for... He's in Hung. Okay. He's uh, He's also in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was, Thomas Jane was the Punisher. Yeah. yeah. And Lexi talk- Alexander's Punisher, yeah. Okay. Enough. Good. They all start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh go my team, God. go. Or whatever he fucking does. Um... Yeah, so Buffy realizes that she has all these crazy abilities that she never knew of, like um, heightened agility, mm-hmm. senses, and endurance. Um, she gets cr- PMS cramps when, or menstrual cramps when there's a vampire nearby. Yeah, um, does that carry over to the show? No, or, no, I don't think so. That's I feel like that's a little too misogynistic almost. That was the most memorable part for me. I would know because I mean that. On one hand, it makes sense. 
like it's for, her warning for the lore of female There's a vampire, vampire around because I have cramps and it's not that time. You know, but I, I mean, know. maybe it does. I don't know. I, I'm not offended. I by haven't. It, but I don't remember the like pilot episode first episodes. Of um, Buffy I watched the, the pilot episode of Buffy. And I did not like it because I was expecting this. Oh, really? I was expecting the movie. Really? What else? Keep your foot down. I'm looking at the cast. Me, so am I. I'm looking at the cast. Um, no, I remember watching it. 97. So I was a senior in high school. And I was so excited because I had loved this movie five years prior. Um, and I was like, mm, it's a little too serious for me. It's the show is dark compared. Fast to- forward, you know, another five years, and that would change. My opinion on the show would change. I would end up loving the show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and kind of separating the two. You would like the comics, I think, but I you don't just, like reading comics. I just don't like reading comics. I have to be in a definite right mood. I, I remember when this movie came out, and I did not. I was gonna go look at my journal because I remember any interest in writing it. about it after I saw it. Because it looked uber cheesy. I'm like, what is that fucking garbage? I loved and it. And I do know that if I, I can imagine that if I had seen it when it came out, I would have fucking loved it. Well, I don't know if you were the demographic, but it wasn't meant for me. I don't think. And you were. Because this was 93, you said? 93. 92. 92. I was 13. So that was the perfect age. And yeah. I was a 90210 fan. I fucking loved Luke Perry. I mean, this was my, this was kind of meant for my age group. Because I was high school. junior high school. Sure. Senior name? But maybe? guys, I don't know if guys were into But it. I don't know if it was meant for guys, though. I mean, unless we wanted to go see a movie with girls in it. But I mean, it almost feels more of like a, I don't want to say it's a chick flick, but I mean... It's, I felt like it was more geared towards... It's more of a girl power movie. Yeah. I feel like, you know, weird way. But... Because there was no one in it that I knew or liked, really. Because I didn't watch... No, 210. So I didn't care about Luke Perry. I mean, Donald Sullivan was just an old guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and I didn't know Chrissy Swanson until The Getaway with Charlie Sheen. Or was, this, was that before this? That was before. I kind of remember that movie. But I don't remember if I... I know I watched it like on video and shit, but... Okay. It, I never saw it. It didn't, it didn't do anything for me either. Um, the first thing Christy Swanson was in, I think? I think, that, I think The Getaway was her first movie. Uh, 1986. Oh. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Wait, what? Is She's, she a student? Um, he's sick. That's my her? best friend, boyfriend, you know. Yeah, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, thirty one flavors. Yeah, that's Christy Swanson. Oh, funny. Which was six years before this movie. I think I would recognize so her was... now if I saw it. Um Yeah, you would. She looks the same. I mean, blonde, you know. Yeah. Same character, you know, chewing mm-hmm. her gum or whatever. You can play that clip. <laughs> um yeah, Which so clip? from the Ferris, Ferris yeah, because I can't recite it for you. Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. 
Um, so there are some head vampires hanging around the town. Um, well, I mean, there's Paul Rubens. Oh, there's Lothos, who's like the vampire king. Oh, we don't really king. see him. No, he, he's the vampire king. We yeah. kind of know of him. We see like his hand. He talks to Amelyn. Do we see him in like her dreams and in the flashbacks? Yes. Okay. Lothos. Oh, yeah. We see him in like the sort of the, the preamble of the movie. Yeah. Um, prologue yeah preamble well those played by rutger hauer and uh his uh right hand man amelin and i'm saying do they ever say his name i in don't the movie? know they might it's Play- either amelin or amy lynn because it was meant to be joan chen oh weird um paul rubens is our amy lynn i <laughs> like him a lot. Yeah, he's good. You would, I mean, really, you'd never know that's Pee- and it doesn't Pee-wee Herman. actually look like Paul Rubens. There's no, enough. He has enough <clears throat> goatee, and his voice and is enough, so low. And enough makeup, and his voice is different. Yeah, you would never know. This was, I'm guessing, was this after? No, this is before the the weird thing. It was. I swear, I thought it was after. Oh, now you gotta look that shit up too. Yeah. Um. And then uh, two guys kind of... Like two random vampires, sort of? No, oh, I'm talking oh, about Luke Pike, Perry. Pike and uh, Pike and Benny. Benny. Yeah. Pike, um, played by Luke Perry. Benny, played by David Arquette. I love the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're a good team. They're funny. They're, they're the goofiest, dorkiest, like, drop it, like a... Slacker dropouts, but they're not dropouts. They're already they're older, right? They're meant to be out of high yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, I think so. They kind of, I don't say become friends with Buffy and her friends. They don't. They don't like each other. They keep running into each other. Different social circles and out and everything. Um, oh yeah, he <clears> was arrested <throat> in ninety one. Yeah, so this was after, right after. Or he might have been filming it right at that time. Ooh. What happens to Benny? Benny gets attacked by a vampire. He gets neck snatched. He turns into a vampire. Pike, Pike is like, what the fuck? There's something weird going on in this town. People are disappearing. And the two of them are always drunk or stoned. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So when ben, when Pike gets visited by Benny, he's kind of out of it. And he's Benny's at his window trying to let him make... Urging let Pike to let him in. Because that's the rule. And then Pike realizes that he's floating outside of You're his window. You're floating, man. Yeah. And yet he's not shocked by it. He's just kind of like, dude, grow up. Because he doesn't know if he's... If he's like, if this is actually happening. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, he tries to leave town because he's like, this town is crazy. But then Paul Rubens attacks his van... His mystery machine. His mystery machine. Um, Buffy saves his ass and they kind of become friends. Because she saved his... They they see each other around town, like in the movie theater. Yeah, and Buffy is, you know, going through a lot of stuff. She's like kind of growing up. We're seeing Buffy not care as much as she used to about the clothes. Because her and her friends are... They're very... They're vapid. I mean... They're... Yeah, they're your typical, you know snobby rich girls kind of like a heather they're they're the one percenters of their school 
One yeah, girl, they're the Heathers. One yeah. girl played a Heather. Oh, really? The Jennifer, her friend. The nun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle The one who Abrams. goes off with Jeff. Or whatever yeah. His name is. She was in Heathers. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Hillary. I think I've seen Heathers one and a half times. Kira's seen it more than you. Yeah, she likes it. Um, Hillary Swank is her friend Kimberly. And like I said, Hillary, I always thought Hillary Swank was so funny in this movie. Just because she's has some funny lines that I Hillary Swank and her seemingly big old mouth she could play Judy Garland with that big old mouth just once every now and then she looks like Judy uh-huh. Garland that big old mouth she has a broad mouth and it's and then I mean, Renee Zellweger has a tiny mouth yeah I know it's so funny that Renee played Judy and they have opposite mouths <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um Renee Zellweger has a lemon pucker face Small eyes, small <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but I mean, what do I know? So her friend Nikki Paris Vaughn. Why yeah. is that name familiar? She looks like a Lark Voorhees a little no, bit. No, you think but, everyone uh, looks like Lark Voorhees? Wow, racist. No, no, you're the one. You, you've said this more than once. You know who she looks like? Lark Voorhees. <laughs> like, what? and it usually was Lark Voorhees. No, uh. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I was looking her up, and I don't know how I know her. She was in Fresh Prince. I don't know. Uh, sure, yeah. I I don't know what I know her from. If I even know her from anything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, she was in like one episode of Webster. She's a one-offer. Yeah, I mean, she did a little bit. She hasn't worked really since '95, apparently. Oh. I I wonder if she's even still alive. As creepy as that is. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I think she's just kind of okay. out of acting. Yeah, all right. They're her friends, and they're not, you know, they're like, what's wrong with you, Buffy? They can, they notice that she's not as cool as she used to be because she's got a lot of shit that she's got to do. She's got to train and kill vampires, mm-hmm. and they're, like, not having it. Is Buffy the captain of the cheerleading squad? I think so. She, she's she's always front and center. She's missing practices. She's Her chicken isn't funky. Her goose isn't loose. Her goose isn't loose. But her, she can shake her caboose. Her goose is a little wound up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what 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 happens? I mean Oh, then they're um Well really Merrick just explains to Buffy that his job is to continue training and nurturing uh, slayers from the moment they're discovered till their till their death, essentially, mm. in an effort to stop Lothos. Then during a basketball game, uh, Buffy discovered that one of the players, Zeph, we think, played by Thomas Jane, mm-hmm. um, is a vampire. Does not even look like Thomas Jane. It might even be a different guy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, then she chases him to the... Rose Parade. Oh no, it's not him. It's Grueler. Oh, okay. Sasha Jensen. Oh. He was in Halloween Four. Dazed and Confused. Was he in that TV show? What TV show? Step by step. Oh, let's find out. What year was that? I don't know. Oh. Ninety-one. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um. There's another actor named Sasha. 
There's a couple of Sashas. Okay. I mean, there's Sasha Baron Cohen, but I mean. No, not him. Um, she, yeah. So they led to a parade float storage yard. Buffy confronts Lothos. Um, because he's waiting. But then uh, Merrick shows up. Lothos stabs Merrick with the stake that he was going to use on him. Um, Buffy's sad because she she feels responsible, I think, for Merrick's death. Now, okay, so that's the end of Merrick for this movie. Yeah, right? he's done. Has Merrick never died in his I have no life clue. as Watcher? No clue. That's what, that's what he's called it, a watcher. Mm-hmm. Has he never died? Um, Has, I'm thinking no, because it seems like when he dies, he dies. Or does he die, and then does he just kind of come back when there's a new Slayer then, or what? Is there a new watcher that would... You have to ask Joss Whedon. I have no idea. Would there be a new watcher then to nurture Buffy? I feel like there would. Like, if there's always going to be one Slayer, there should always be one watcher, right? Mm, yeah, that... yeah. But we don't know. I mean, they're like, there's always going to be one avatar. Mm. I don't know. Um, so Buffy's depressed, doesn't want to slay anymore. She tries to tell her friends everything that's going on, but they're like, whatever, school dance, way more important. Um, and Buffy's like, wow, my friends are stupid and they suck. But she still goes to the school dance. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like a, is it a prom or is it like a... No. Like some kind of, like a... It's the semi-formal. Some kind of spring formal or whatever. It's a semi-formal. Did you not listen to what they were saying? No. Oh, and then the totally Well, they needed a, th- a theme. Oh, and then the spring senior prom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, don't try it on me. But how can you not try it on the earth? The theme is hug the world. She goes to the dance. Um... Tries to find her boyfriend, Jeffrey, sees that he's there with her friend, Jennifer, because even he's like, where you weren't home as usual. I broke up with you and, you know, I left a message. You broke up with my machine. That's what she says to him. So Thomas Jane was Zeph, the mechanic, the one that Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. He looks more like someone I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's Still, a, tiny role. And he's older than the kids. So, yeah, he wouldn't, probably wouldn't have been a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to figure that out. Um. So, yeah, she goes to the dance. Doesn't want to be there because she's not there with anyone. But then Pike shows up looking very nice because he slicked his hair back, shaved off that ugly soul patch. Looks good. Got a cool leather jacket on. Mm-hmm. And he gives it to her because she needs it to fight some vampires because the vampires show up to the school dance. All of them. Benny, Lothos, and Amy Lynn. Um, and a ton of vampires. They get let in. Because some of them are high schools. They've been invited, technically. Yeah, because she's like, they're seniors. Oh. Um, so Buffy confronts the vampires outside. Pike fights the vampires inside. Kills Benny. Is the inviting them in, is that established lore in, from this movie? Or is that already... I feel like that was... Is that sort of kind of vampire... I feel like that's vampire lore for a while. 
but I'd have to look that up. Because I know it's in... It's in everything. Let the Right One In. But is it in Twilight? Yes. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Oh, the books used to be there. I don't remember that. Yeah, it is, I think. Oh. Pretty n- sure. Now you think you're pretty sure? I can see him standing at the door. Because I know in Let the Right One In, it's established yeah. in that. Supernatural, dude. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, I guess that is classic vampire stuff. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. Um. Yeah, and uh, Buffy ends up killing, or Lothos kills Amy Lynn. Yeah. And he dies a very tragic death. It's a very overdramatic. It's amazing. It's, it's fun. Paul Rubin just improvising his own uh, death. Uh, Making, he's just, uh, that's the ultimate scenery chewing right there. Sure, <laughs> just yeah. Milking every ounce out of that death, even into the post credits, he's still he's still hanging on. Yeah, and and Buffy kills Lothos with a wooden flagpole. Yeah, I think the flagpole breaks, mm-hmm. and she stabs him, and then it's not quite enough, and then she kicks it in. Yeah, goes, she goes, does. And he says, oopsie. Yeah. He dies with an oopsie. Yeah, he does. And then Buffy goes back to the dance. That was too much for me. Well, to be expected. I, I can, I can, I'm okay with Paul Rubens hamming <laughs> it up. Not Rucker Howard? Not Rucker Howard going oopsie. Okay. Buffy goes back to the dance. She dances with Pike and then they leave on a motorcycle. I don't know, do they end up together? I guess. Yeah, maybe. A lot of mm. dead students. Steven Root is yeah, principal. the principal. He's kind of funny. Detention, detention. Nothing. The thing with this movie. Nothing made you laugh. No, a lot of it did. <laughs> uh huh. Um, it, it was hard for me to put myself. Or get fully invested in the in the world. Like I kept falling out of it so much because like no one is taking anything serious. It's the campiness was like over the top. Like in Cabin in the Woods, another Jaws joint. Mm-hmm. It's still campy to a degree, but it has a much more but it's taken more seriously. You know what I mean? Like the whole, like the overall plot and everything of Cabin in the Woods is ridiculous. Okay. And it's played, you know, with some camp. But it's still meant as a semi-horror film, semi-horror thriller, monster movie. Which is what this should have been. This was played for laughs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was played as if it was like an '80s comedy, and to me, it, it didn't work really because it was either not funny enough or too funny to be taken seriously, which is why I was very up and down on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, like fair, I, fair. The parts that you know, 
when I was in it, I loved it. When I was out of it, I I was completely turned off. And it's like it's it's it it paralleled how I feel about felt about Chrissy Swanson as I was watching it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I like her in this, but mm-hmm. I don't like her personally. Yeah. Oh, I like she's good now. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I don't like her personally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, I, I like yeah. I like her acting. I hate her politics. Oh, I like her <laughs> her goofiness. Oh, I hate her politics. <laughs> like, ah. Like, oh, I like this Buffy. I hate this Christy Swanson. <laughs> like, I like, oh, I like 90s Christy Swanson. I don't like the 2000s Christy Swanson. Mm. She was on that one reality show, The Skating with the Stars, where they was, like, dancing, but it was ice skating. Okay. Was she with Dean Kane? Was Dean Kane on that, too? Yuck, I don't know. Or was he a she dude? was with a guy, and she ended up oh, having an affair with him. And then him, marrying him. And he broke up with his... Wife and kids or whatever. Yeah, and she was a skater, too. Like, I saw them in the fucking Olympics yeah. together. And then Christy Swanson came uh, along and Lou took Lou Eisler or whatever. Yes! Isabel was the girl. I don't, I don't know. Maybe not. Yes! Know. Or something like that. His name is Lou Eisler. I mean... Yeah, he's a skater. I don't fucking and know. His, yeah, they, he was a French-Canadian. Okay. I just know that he she had an affair with her... This dude, and then they got married. Yeah, he was in the Olympics. Okay. I don't know. I don't care. Anywho. Fuck all of them. I don't want to talk about later Christy Swanson. Uh, you know who I like in this movie? Luke Perry. No, I like Luke Perry. I always have. Did you ever see the thing that um, Joss wrote or said about Luke Perry after his death? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it was very nice. What I mean, it was just... He's talking about how, you know, when he sat down with Luke Perry... Talking about the direction of this movie and stuff and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he's like, sweet. He was a sweet guy. He shouldn't be gone. Yeah. I, was like, oh, I think that's what everyone said about yeah. him. I mean, that was shocking. It was very shocking. And me, who only who knows who Luke Perry is, that's about it. Yeah. Had no personal opinion about him, really. I was shocked. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. He shouldn't be gone. I thought it it was so refreshing in this movie, even when I saw it at the time, because I never saw him do anything funny. So oh, his character in 9210, Dylan, was very serious. What else was he in? I mean, like, movie. Was he in other movies? Eight Seconds? Nope. It's a rodeo movie. Yeah, I know. Never saw it. I feel like I've seen him in stuff, but I don't know what it would have yeah. been. Yeah. Riverdale. I mean, obviously. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. And I never watched Riverdale, but I did see him. He was my favorite character on the Riverdale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that. Once upon a time in Hollywood, he was in. That was the last thing he did. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played a, an actor that worked with like Leo. Oh, I kind of remember. Smaller that. role, but I mean, uh, you know. I kind of remember that. Um, I did like seeing Ben Affleck in this movie. Yeah, we see a, a very. A young Ben Affleck. He's on the bas- the opposing basketball team. He even gets a line. He gives, he hands the ball to the vampire. Like, he's like, take it. He's like, keep it, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, this was, like I said, our, you know, the same year as School Ties, which we'll see Ben in later, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not credited, 
but you know exactly who he is when you see him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Candy Clark as Bobby's mom. <laughs> that funny credit you see at the end of the movie. It's really, it's really, that was a really weird. <laughs> my mic was not. I'm talking to the back of my mic. That's, okay. That's what that is. I know. Yeah, that was a weird, it was like almost as if they forgot to put her like, oh shit. Yeah, end credits. The first thing that comes up, Candy Clark is Buffy's mom. And yeah. then the end credit, then it's like the whole cast. It's like they had to like cut and paste it and find a place to fit it in. Like, oh, well, I guess we'll put it in front of everything else. <laughs> um, we probably mentioned Candy, Candy Clark on our American Graffiti episode. She plays the girl that hangs out with, what's his face? The nerdy guy all mm-hmm. night, right? Mm-hmm. The one who ends up getting killed in Vietnam. Yeah. Right? Isn't he who crashes the scooter? Yeah. 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 Because Suzanne Summers is the, the dream girl. That She's the girl in the Richard T-Bird. Dreyfus. The blonde yeah. in the T-Bird. Okay. This, uh, uh, Candy Clark, she did not, she was not blonde in this movie. She was brunette. I would never would have, if I didn't know that was her, I wouldn't have been like, oh, that's that chick from American Graffiti. I wouldn't have recognized her. Am I supposed to know Candy Clark, though, as a iconic name? No. Okay. Just American Graffiti. Okay. Because I don't... When you said, oh, that's Candy... I'm like, I don't know who that is. I only remember... Because her name is so memorable. Candy it's a, Clark. That's a good name. Like, you don't forget it. But it's also... It also could be like a stripper name. <laughs> could be a stripper name. You know who else is uncredited as a vampire? A lot of people. Oh, Seth Green. And he doesn't remember being in this movie. Or he thinks he's not in this movie. But you do see him. <laughs> that's funny. Briefly. Well, Karen Knightley doesn't remember being in Phantom Menace, so... <laughs> I'm not surprised by it. I mean, she knows she that was is, in it, but she doesn't remember her. the experience. She just remembers it being uncomfortable. That feels very much like her. But she doesn't really remember the. I saw an article, a headline today said fans want Karen Knightley to go back to the start to Star Wars re- reprise reprise her role. As what? Sabe. No, what was her name? The Handmaiden. Yeah, Sabe. The Sabe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, she doesn't remember being it. Why would she want to reprise But I mean, why would she be in that? Why? I have no idea. Because all those people are long dead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just or people... would she just be like an old lady? <laughs> oh, they should make her like an old lady. I, I she could be, be like um, Winona's character in Edward Scissorhands. At the beginning, she's really old. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. It would look better than that, though. Because she doesn't die in Attack of Clones. That's Rose Byrne, right? Right. So we we assume she goes on to love, live a life. Marries someone for love and not. Sure. Just like her queen. <laughs> um, that was weird. So Joss Whedon obviously gets the writing credit. Um, but he left this production um, like midway through because he was so dissatisfied with the direction the film was taking. Because of studio edits Executives at 20th Century Fox removed many of Whedon's jokes, believing the humor was too abstract for audiences. I feel like there's some lines where I was like, that's a Joss joke. Kill him a lot. Kill him a lot. That's definitely a Joss joke. I think some of Luke Perry's lines. If anything stayed in, I feel like it was Luke Perry's and Chrissy Swanson's. Yeah. A combination. Well, because those are the only ones who do anything genuinely funny you threw a, a knife at my head there's a few people who are jokey but you threw a knife yeah. at my head 
and you got it. Because mm. Sutherland is never really funny in this well, movie. Well, Joss Whedon does not like Donald Sutherland. And I guess he was a dick. Yeah, because he improvised. Yeah, he kept changing and, lines and yeah. shit. Yeah. And I know Rucker Howard, I don't know if he was a problem on this movie, but like I know Will Wheaton historically has. Is that why you're Googling Will Wheaton last night? Yeah. Because I looked I mean, over, I'm like, Will Wheaton, you're not in this movie. He put him on full on blast years ago. Yeah. Which Will Wheaton will do that to you. And now Rucker Howard's dead. So yeah. that's the power of Will Wheaton. And Rucker Howard is not Rufus Sewell, who I get mixed up. Just because they're and he's not Cole Hauser, who I kept getting him mixed up with in my head. Because like, did I take Cole Rucker? Hauser? Yeah, because I also like, in school ties. I was like, I I dropped the script off to Rucker Howard. I'm like, wait, no, I didn't. Wow. No, and it turns didn't. out it was Cole Hauser. Yeah. Rucker Howard White, White was Oleander. <laughs> the only thing I know Rucker Howard in is uh, Tears in the Rain, right? Um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. So in the original script, it was a lot darker. Merrick actually kills I almost said kills suicide uh, he commits suicide in the original rather script. than turn to a vampire rather than being killed by Lothos mm-hmm. um, they didn't want that too dark um, and actually Buffy was supposed to burn down her high school gym to kill all the vampires they're like no it's too dark doesn't that happen in the show like doesn't the school burn down or something well it's like over the hell hole or something hell mouth hell mouth yeah Right? Hell, it's over a hell hole. <laughs> the the school, school is a literal hell the hole. The school is built on the hell mouth. Yes. Is that, was it built on like an Indian graveyard? And it... mm, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't like rewatched that show at all. I know a lot of people have rewatched it. The last time we saw Buffy was on that weird commercial with her and Freddie Prince. Yeah, but uh, Sarah a Michelle Geller and. A very random commercial. Freddie Prince Jr. on a. What were they selling? Dishwasher cubes. Because <laughs> she's like, we do it every... What? The thing is... That's we, right. We do it once a night. What? Once a week. Once a, once every a night? Every night. They're washing their dishes... Every night, because they can. In the dishwashing machine every night. Every night. How many fucking dishes are they going through? They got kids. Are they doing? Are they eating like Russian-style dinner? Like every single dish? That's... I, Russian, do you think I know? Russian-style table setting... The thing was that you shouldn't be afraid to run your dishwasher every night because of these new dishwasher cubes. Anyway. What were they selling? Were they Cascade? I think it was, yeah. Sorry with the C. It's got to be. <laughs> new Colgate. Well, I thought Clorox. I'm like, no, cube. I don't think Clorox has its Cascade. Okay. <laughs> um, Whedon left. Doesn't like Donald Sutherland. Um. Yeah, the director let Donald Sutherland do whatever he wanted because he was the highest profile name. He's like, no, you got to do what you want. I wonder if he did that, if Donald did that, because he thought he could just bully the female director. Wait, who directed this? I always thought it was a man. It's Fran. Yeah, isn't Fran Rebel Kazooie the wife of Kaz Kazooie? Oh, maybe. Or is Kaz a woman? Like from Supernatural, Kaz Steel? 
<laughs> I always thought Fran was a woman. I, you know what? I have never Googled it and they were interchangeable in my head. Yeah, Fran's a woman, dude. Okay, so a woman directed it. Well, maybe that was all of a sudden be like, well, you're a woman, so. I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, Joss thought, he had, thought his dialogue ended up all disjointed because it wasn't on par with the script because Donald Sutherland was just saying whatever he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I think because Donald didn't understand what was going on, so he's like, none of this makes sense to me, so I'm going to... I don't understand this humor. Yeah. I. You I threw mean, a knife at my head. At that point, I mean, how long does it take for you to find out that that's who that person is? I mean, like, mm-hmm. that that's who that actor is. So then, don't you go, you know what? You're not right for this. We're going to pull somebody else in. We're going to get Anthony Head. <laughs> yeah. They needed that name because who else is going to do this movie? That's higher esteem. Was he top billing on this movie, though? No way. Oh, I don't know. Don't look it up. I'm looking it up. So, just really quick, I want to talk about some differences between this and the movie. What? Nope. This and the show. Um, so her age and her history are not the same. So she's a senior in this movie, but the show, she's a sophomore. She starts off as a sophomore. Because we spend some time in high school in the show. Yes. Yeah, she has a... Yeah. We yeah, see she her has high a couple school years, career. A couple seasons are in. Because yeah. then the show did... The, I think, like, feel like the same... Took the same amount of seasons that took Rory to go to college. <laughs> I'm <gonna go> <laughs> Um, so the film does portray who the Buffy of, of the TV series was before she learned of her destiny as a slayer, a popular but selfish and superficial cheerleader. It's just the same. Her character is basically the same in the show before she becomes a slayer. Was she a cheerleader in the show? Yeah, I guess. I don't remember that. In the film, her parents are wealthy but negligent socialites who care little for her and spend their time at parties and golf tournaments. The TV series, we know that she has a wonderful mother named Joyce. R.I.P. Joyce Summers. I mean, the the parents in the movie, we almost never see them. They're like in two scenes. Yeah, they're like, bye. And then she makes a comment to Randall Badenkoff. Uh, I think they don't. He's like, I think your parents think my name is Bobby. She's like, yeah. really? Probably think my name is Bobby. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, and then when the, she comes home all after fighting from in the graveyard, yeah, her mom's like, "Do you know what time it is?" And Buffy thinks she's in trouble. Yeah, she, around ten. She's like, "Damn it, my watch this doesn't watch. work." Yeah. yeah, her parents are, and that's I think for story purposes, she's got to yeah. do all this. And I mean, she she's like beyond a latchkey yeah. kid. I mean, um, I think we all know that Joyce is the better mother. Uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Christy Swanson gets top billing on the poster. All right, good, because she was in I mean, Bueller's and, and, I mean, Donald's not even on the poster. Okay, because Joss is like, no. I mean, I would assume Luke Perry was the bigger name. Yes, I think he was. Right. This was, what, two years into 90210? So, I mean, I he's, mean he's the top of his He's game. on magazine covers already and oh, shit. Oh, he was all over my walls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. The supernatural abilities of both vampires and the Slayer are depicted differently on the show movie. Vampires in the film die like humans. In the TV series, they turn, they turn to dust. To dust. Right? Yep. 
Uh, unlike the TV series, their faces remain human. Um, but they have like the pale fangs, pale fangs and weird ears. Um, in the TV series, they take on a demonic aspect, especially when they're newly raised. In the in the show, couldn't they sort of? Then they have like a sort of like kachink their fangs out. Well, yeah, because obviously Angel didn't look like a va- he didn't like, look scary they could, all the they time. They could kind of force the vampire yeah. face, right? We saw Angel and Spike do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. You get that that furrowed brow and yeah. then the fangs oh he's the vampire out like, and their eyes would change right or yeah something? probably um the tv series suggests that uh new vampires must consciously consciously learn to maintain a human appearance. Oh, okay yeah yeah okay so there in we the go. film merrick is hundreds of years old having lived many lives training many slayers in the tv series watchers are mortal okay so, yeah, there's always going to be a new and one. And especially trained for their role in mission. So, if Merrick is immortal, what he shouldn't have died Oh, no, then? he's not immortal. He's just, he he's immortal the way an elf in Lord of the Rings is immortal. I thought elf. <laughs> like, they're long-lived. I thought of Will Ferrell. I was like, what? Like, if, if they were left alone, they'd live okay. forever, but they can be <clears> killed. <throat> okay. They just won't die naturally. They'll, they have to be killed. Um. So, you mentioned Joan Chen was supposed to be Amy Lynn. That would have been interesting. It, dar- I, it would have been darker. And I was confused as to why I know Joan Chen. I'm getting her confused with Joe Chen, the artist, the Buffy artist. Oh, that's nice. She does all those Buffy the Vampire Slayer covers. Yeah, we have... A lot of them. We have a bigger one. Do we have a big one? Do we have a Joe you Chen? You got me one. Yeah, we have a... Of Buffy. We had a Joe Chen post? Yeah. You got it for me. Where the fuck is that? It's one of those tubes in the basement. We have so many tubes. We have dozens of tubes. With of like mysterious Posters prints. and prints and shit. Because Sean won't go buy frames for them. We would need thousands of dollars well, for frame no, money. You know, I could buy some cheap ones. Um, Alyssa Milano was considered for this movie. I would have liked her in this. I would have too. But I don't know what she was doing in 92. Besides Poison Ivy. Did she turn it down or was she obligated to something else? Well, it just says Alyssa Milano and Joan Chen were both originally slated to appear in the film. Because I know Joan Chen eventually declined or dropped out or whatever. But mm-hmm. Alyssa Milano went on to do Charmed. So she's like, bye. I, I really would have liked... Melissa Milano in this. And I wouldn't have to worry about being problematic later in life. Um, I just feel like... Did I say last night? I'm like, she would. She looks too much like Hilary Swank. I mean, they, they're similar. Well, then you wouldn't have Hilary Swank in this movie. Well, maybe Chrissy Watson would have been... Hilary Swank. Hillary, Kimberly. That'd be fine. Jesus, Melissa Milano has 10 billion credits wow i think she was in something called poison ivy yeah, like yeah, in... yeah i saw her on that okay drew barrymore i vaguely remember that one but so i mean 92 she was in some movie called where the day takes you she was still on who's the boss you know they're rebooting that her and, and Tony. Then she was in little sister something called little sister and then she played mm-hmm. Amy Fisher in 93. 
So I mean, she was she oh, was yeah, probably fishing, yeah. she was probably tied up with stuff. I bet you. I mean, I would imagine who's the boss was getting in the way. Because if this came out in '92, this they were filming '91. Probably. And she was still in the middle of who's the boss. Hmm. And she did a movie in '92, so I mean, it, she was very busy. Yeah. Okay. Well. It went to Christy Swanson. And I mean, she's she? good in it. I like her in yeah. it. I mean, yeah. I just We've established it's too that. bad that she is who she is now, but yeah. Maybe she'll speak at the Republican National <clears throat> Convention. Her and Scott Bale. And Dean Kane. Oh god. I feel like she's been in a lot of things with Dean Kane. Probably because no one wants to work with her. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, so this movie had a seven million dollar budget. It's very small. That is very small. It's a very small movie. And it made, what do you think? 25. A little lower. 15. 16. Oh, okay. 16.6 million. Hey, that's decent. Uh, it doubled its budget. And I mean, 92, you're not looking for, you know, and you're not summer, looking for tens of millions of dollars in 92. I mean, summer right? 92, I mean, summer movies at that time of summer i mean you're getting to the dog days of summer where no one wants to see anything and i mean when was jurassic park 93 yeah june so i mean what were the big movies of 92 of 90 yeah 92 um oh my god i'm blanking basic instinct <laughs> i don't know um I don't know. I can't. Out of the top of my head. <laughs> what? Newsies? School test? Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. That was June. Yeah. <laughs> okay. League of Their Own, Aladdin. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't until November, though. Um, Bodyguard, Few Good Men, Unforgiven. See, a lot of those were in the back half. Dracula. It's like Summer Beethoven, of 92. Sister Act, Wayne's World, Boomerang, Under Siege. Yeah, but how many of those came out in June, July, or August? Not a whole lot of them. League of Their Own came out like in May, I think. Um, but like summer of 92, I don't think there was, I can't, I mean, besides Batman was obviously. Batman, Sister Act, League of Their Own, Encino Man, Cool World, and something called Stay Tuned. Oh, God. You know that? Yeah, that's the, the guy uh, who died. What? What does that even mean? Guy whose heart stopped. Jack from. What? The Jack from that sitcom. I can't think of a single... John Ritter? Yes. Jesus. The I guy whose heart stopped. Yes. Isn't John Ritter in Stay Tuned? I don't know. And like Shelley Long or something dumb like that. <laughs> um, so Rotten Tomatoes? What do you think? You need to get your phone. You're distracting me. Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes, I would guess, 45 Lower. 23. Higher. 35. Yes. 35%. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, most people didn't like this movie. No. I, I get it. Uh, I think a lot of them liked Paul Rubens and Luke Perry. I liked Paul Rubens. Paul. They said Christy Swanson was fine. I mean, no one really had an issue with the acting. It was just the story. They're like, Well, eh. you know what, it, what? I think most of the women, well, okay, most of the girls in this movie were portrayed very poorly. Like Yeah. They didn't have much to do. And, and they when were, they did, they had 
they weren't like they weren't meant to be serious which is unfortunate yeah oh yeah I you know, mean, they're too daffy and just yeah, they weren't they weren't likable for the most part no they weren't they weren't supposed to be you're meant to eventually to like see, buffy but you're I supposed mean, to see buffy's change and then which isn't significant enough for me i don't think no it's only a 90 minute movie but so i mean the guys got to be more serious and more do more actual acting acting you know mm-hmm. but yeah no i get it i mean luke perry was good i liked david arquette yeah I don't feel like I'm loud enough. What's going on? I don't know what you're you. But, uh... Oh, there, that sounds better. Yeah, what were you doing? You I don't have no idea. You'll be fine. Yeah? I I think I liked Donald Sutherland. I, I he, liked him He more, really didn't have much to do either. I liked him more than I liked Rucker Hauer, though. Yeah. Oopsie. I mean... Rucker Hauer was very. Rucker Hauer and and uh, Donald Sutherland were in two different movies. I yeah, I could see that. Like Sutherland, that's probably why Joss is like, I'm out because I don't Sutherland know. Sutherland thought he was on stage. Rucker Hauer <laughs> thought he was in a cartoon. Yeah, sure. Rucker Hauer was in Scooby Doo, and Donald Sutherland was doing Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. So I mean, they they did not meet anywhere in the middle. Yeah, and you know what, Rucker Hauer was more on point than. And Rucker Hauer was better than Donald Sutherland, really. <laughs> I mean, he fit the movie better. Like he was more in the tone of the movie. Acting wise, I think Sullivan was acting better, but I mean, it didn't fit the movie. It didn't fit the feel of the movie, though. He wasn't vibing with the movie. Hmm. He was doing his own thing. I mean, if he was doing a one-man show, he'd be great. You know, but you got to be a team player on this one. Yeah, and I don't... And Joss didn't... Because then you look at other movies Joss has done, like Cabin in the Woods, like, you know... I can't count Serenity because those guys were together for... Yeah, that was different. A whole other season, a whole other year before that, but... You know, you have Cabin in the Woods. They That movie works, I dare say, flawlessly, seamlessly even. You know, I mean, everyone in there is working well together. Mm-hmm. They're all on the same page. They're all in the same movie. They all know what they're doing. Um, oh, and a quick mention, I forgot to mention Natasha Gregson Wagner as Cassandra. She's one of the friends. She's that nerdy girl that's like planning the school dance and she's trying to think of a theme and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's then, the one who's like and then, don't tread on me. No, no, she was uh That was Jennifer. Uh she's the one who dies. Yeah, she got, she gets kidnapped by Lothos. And then she sees like, what the hell or whatever. And that's uh Natalie Wood's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um Buffy lends her that yellow leather yeah, jacket yeah. that belongs to Kimberly. I'm glad they didn't make her character drown or anything that had been fucking wow yeah <laughs> here get in this boat um so who wins this movie i don't know 
Luke Perry, I think. It's kind of him and Christy Swanson. Luke, they're a team. Yeah, they're good together. They are good together. Let's forget about what yeah, no, no, crazy I, shit she's saying in 2020. I can take her out of that for yeah. on occasion. It does snap back to it eventually, but uh, I mean, well, you know. But yeah, no, I I, I like them as a duo. Mm-hmm. Like, who are the duos in this movie? Is it Rucker Hauer and Paul Rubens? Mm-hmm. And then you have Luke Perry and Christy Swanson, or Luke Perry and Benny. Luke and Benny. Pike and Benny. Pike's I mean, not a I mean, name. Yeah, Pike and Benny. Pike is not a name. It's a fish. They're David Arquette's pretty funny in this movie. He's an I He's so different from his character in Scream. It's so weird because uh, Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. If 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 David Arquette had more to do or he had a bigger role, he'd be even more enjoyable, I think. Mm. He's an oddball. He's he's goofy, but I, he's likable. He, David Arquette's very likable. He is, especially as Dewey. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm fine with. I'm I'm good with David Arquette in whatever. You know, I don't. Is he's not? Is he problematic? Has he done some weird shit? I, don't think, I think he's he, just being. I think he's just weird. He's just weird, and yeah. he's not married to Courtney Cox anymore. No, right. I remember when. Yes. That. The credits. The opening credits. I yeah. knew you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they all changed their name. That was funny. Aaron, I They did that on Roseanne, too, something. I don't need to see Roseanne. Speaking of problematic. Ooh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I was surprised at how many lines I remembered. I remembered none. I mean, I was just like, oh, my God. I used to watch this movie all the time. You were. I was saying the lines with them. And it was glorious. What? What movies have you done recently? Gladiator, fucking. Phantom Menace. Before that. Because I feel like I was doing. You were doing what I was doing on different movies. Gladiator? No, even before that. Because you said you knew. All the lines came back to me in Gladiator for sure. Uh, Rounders. Oh. And the Grinch. Well, and the Grinch. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'd... All those fucking lines all come back. Practical Magic. All these movies that I hadn't seen in a while, they 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 are stuck in my head. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Buffy this movie in so long, but. I wouldn't have remembered a single fucking word from Buffy. Oh, my God. Because I barely remembered seeing it. <laughs> it took me to like with the halfway point to remember oh this looks familiar now yeah I mean I didn't even remember Donald all... Sutherland being in it <laughs> you're like oh wait is that I'm like, who's who's, who's <laughs> this weird a, Anthony head who, is that an old Kiefer um yeah I don't know it just feels yeah it's like those movies that you no, they just get ingrained in your head, and you cannot see them for twenty years. Donald Sullivan was in Body Snatchers, right? Mm-hmm. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Sure, I don't know. I, mean, I know he's in Deep Fried Kentucky movie or Kentucky Fried movie. Kentucky Fried movie. Deep Fried Kentucky wow. movie. Wow, that's different. That's on a whole different level. Deep Fried Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> that's the sequel. The movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, 
I don't know. I enjoy it still. I'd watch it again and yeah. say the lines with them. I mean, it's a quick 90 minutes, super it, fast. For me, it would be fine as a background movie. How funky is your chicken? Nah. How funky is your chicken? No. How loose is your goose? Our goose is totally loose. So come on, all you hawk fans. Yeah, Hemily, Hemily High School, and then that becomes Sunnydale, right? In the show? Sunnydale, yeah. Sunnyvale? What's Sunnydale? What's the name of this? Hem- Hemily or something? I thought it was like Hemery or something. Yeah, right? same word. Except with an L and like, R. Like Emery board, but with an H. Yeah, something. And they're the hawks. Hogs. Hogs. A, yeah, that's right. There's a pig. That's why it's a pig, not a bird. Hawk fans. Hog fans. You would never know. It's the same word. It's not. This. Yeah, and we, and I, we, their cheerleading outfits are weird because some of them are wearing tights. It's like they didn't have enough budget for everyone to get spandex. And I've tights. always noticed that. And I've always wondered. I wonder why she's yeah, I wearing maybe, tights. Well, maybe. I thought maybe it was like different tasks of cheerleading. It's like, oh, they're the top of the pyramid or no, whatever or they'd be the base but no they don't do anything reason. they don't no. do anything different than anybody else no they just run step around and some had yeah the spandex capris basically and then some had a couple of them had like shorts you could see below the skirt and then some just looked like they had a skirt on so i don't know i don't know was it just a was it a costume budget issue <laughs> or it was like personal choice you guys wear like, i don't want to show my legs you know yeah. i don't know i couldn't tell you and I mean, it's, I feel like they were really showing off or trying to show off Christy Swanson's body. You lot. mentioned this um, I, when we started but, this podcast, and, it was, and I, I guess I didn't think it of was, anything like that. It made me almost uncomfortable a little bit. Like, she's supposed to be in high school. We shouldn't be looking at her like that. Yeah. I mean, I get that the actor's in her 20s. Sure. Yeah, but, I know. But, st- I mean, it but fetishized. Those, I mean, she wore a lot of those tanks. Those bodysuit tanks. Yeah, a lot. But that's what everyone was wearing. Like on 920, they're all wearing them under shirts. And I mean, that was... So, I mean, were the early 90s very boob strong? Because... Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you yeah. see a lot, a lot of form. <laughs> yeah. It, they're, they're very snug. You want to keep bringing this up? I do, because... <laughs> I, felt, I, I, was un- I was actually uncomfortable... I loved the clothes in this movie when I was 13. I'm sure you did. because I, I told you, like, Hillary Swank was wearing those yellow shorts yeah. and that black bodysuit top with the yellow and white daisies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted that outfit so bad. I mean, that yellow jacket, that yellow leather jacket. That would still be good today. That's, that'd be, it'd be, it would be a vintage jacket was, today. But I mean, that was, you so know. So five minutes ago. But, I mean, that was, you know, prime, you know, early 90s fashion. Yeah, lots of color. Yeah. All the, yeah, all the uh, paper cut patterns, basically, is what people are wearing. The pinks and blues and purples and shit. There's a lot, yeah. I mean, early 90s was a very colorful time. I mean, it was very Chinette paper plate patterns. And that, <laughs> um, that red mini dress that she wears with the white flowers on it. To the mall. She's oh, yeah, 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 With yeah. the denim jacket over it and, like, the straw hat. Yeah. I, uh, the fag- the fashion, I would love to see people wear these clothes today. Her dress, the dance dress, was... That's insane. That white thing? Blew my fucking mind. That white poof? The wedding dress that she wears? Yeah. And it's supposed to, because even her friends are looking at her like, oh, my God. 
what is she wearing? Because she's a different person now. The one thing I really liked on that outfit was her fucking shoes. Her white docks. Her big old white docks with the fat fucking laces yeah. on them. Yeah. Those were awesome. Those were hot. Well, not, yeah, they're Doc not Mark. sexy hot. They were just fucking hot. They yeah. were very cool. Because some things haven't lost their groove. Did everyone? Did you ever own a pair of Docs? I had fake Docs, black ones. I couldn't. Yeah. My my parents would never let me get real Docs. Are you kidding? Oh, you wouldn't. You, they wouldn't let you buy a hundred and twenty dollar pair no. of boots. Yeah. No, they're from Payless. I, I had. One pair of actual Doc Martens. Aren't you special? Mm-hmm. Eight whole Docs. And I know if I had them now, our daughter would be wearing them. <laughs> and they'd be way too big for her. Yeah. And I, I don't remember getting rid of them, but I don't know what happened to them. And I know I bought them at a Journey's... <laughs> Probably. That's who sold them. I saved up a lot of money and I bought them on my own. And I, I wore them fucking constantly. Yeah, well, that's what you did when they're that much. And you... I might have worn them through, I think. I don't well, even Because you have weird feet and you always wear your shoes through. I can't, my feet can't handle these flimsy canvas shoes. They. I need heavy material shoes for my weird, wide long feet <laughs> anyway all right do you have anything else you want to say about buffy the vampire slayer no i don't i'm done um it's on hulu streaming if anyone hasn't seen it yet um it's on there it's a glorious one hour and 25 oh, we minutes had watched something on amazon prime or whatever that had, had ads yeah right? practical magic oh yeah that's right never again which hashtag never again it's better than Buffy. I like Practical Magic. Oh, I mean, yeah. As much as I love this movie, I would watch Practical Magic. Oh, given the choice, yeah. Practical Magic every day. Like, I feel like we're... This podcast has made me realize that Practical Magic is is up there. It's a good movie. I've said that so all my life. I feel like life. we're going to mention it at least once every episode. Because I'm never going to forget the 22% Rotten Tomatoes. I came out of the womb declaring Practical Magic was a good movie before it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I knew going in, my life was going to involve practical magic. Should we pick next? Please. Oh. I can't reach Google. Okay. Hey, Google. Pick a number between 1 and 204. 23. Uh, 23. In the seas. Do we have any sea movies? Tears in the rain. The crow? No. Oh. Blade Runner. Tears in the rain. Rutger Howard. We gotta watch Rutger Howard again. Wait. We gotta watch Blade no, Runner. The end oh. scene. Wait. Where he's crying. Yeah, there's a... Isn't there a tears reference in The Crow, though? I never saw it. We don't have The Crow, do we? No. Okay. <laughs> um. So we are watching Blade Runner. Which is boring. The 1982. I do not know what version we have. As in like the director's Director's cut. We don't have that long one. There's like 12 different versions. We don't have the one with the added footage, added scenes. I don't think this is the... 
We don't. Have to, I don't think we have the director's cut. I don't know what the fuck we have. I would never know. We. I think we have the. We might. I think it's just the theatrical. Okay. Or we do have the directors. I don't fucking remember now. Edward James Olmos, Harrison Ford, Rucker Howard, and Sean Young. I don't remember Edward James Olmos in this movie. Yeah, he's his partner. Sure. I believe you. I've watched this movie more than once, and I still don't know what the fuck I watch. I get so bored. It's a weird one. It's an AFI, top 100. It's, 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 an, it's, yeah, it's a weird one. I know I shouldn't have mentioned Philip it. Philip K. Dick, right? Yeah. Do it, a based on Androids Dream of it, Sleep? Sheep? And do Androids sleep? Dream sleep? Of, do Androids <laughs> Dream of Electric Sheep? Yeah, that one. Is it an allegorical movie? Is it? I don't fucking know. I don't remember. People take it way too seriously. It's a it's a very philosophical movie. People take it too seriously. They do. It's like they. I feel like they. It's revered the way like, Ayn Rand books are or something. I don't know. Yeah. I just like it because it looks cool. That's that's. I mean, it, I don't, it's a visually cool looking movie. I don't have to get into the philosophy of it. No. You know when I watch it. Because I wasn't aware of it when I watched it, you know? Yeah. I I know when I went to, when I was in film school, this was a, a buzzword movie. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. But so was Citizen Kane. Yeah, I know. And I would rather watch this than Citizen Kane. I don't think I would. Although I would rather watch Practical Magic than this. <laughs> I know, me too. Okay. All right. So next, it's streaming somewhere. Is I'm it? sure. It's got to be. It's on something. I bet you it pops up on sci-fi once in a while. Sci-fi. Who fucking watches sci-fi? Sifi, Sifi. That's not streaming. Is that a, is sci-fi even a thing anymore? Or are they dead? Sifi. Uh. So I know they had the good place, sure. right? Blade Runner: The Final Cut. Ooh, we don't have that one for sure. That's what's. <laughs> I think that's what's streaming. Huh. Um, and we don't have we've, I've never seen Blade Runner 2077 or whatever it's called 2049 that, that one no I didn't either uh, so I know some people who like it better than the original I don't know your brother said that didn't he didn't your brother I like don't it know better? did he anyway alright next week Blade Runner Sweet. Keep those chickens funky. Keep those goofies loose. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,